This is the Aspen Public Radio Newscast. I'm your host, Eleanor Bennett, here with your top stories this Wednesday. The Roaring Fork School District may introduce drug-sniffing dogs on some campuses as early as this spring. The district says it's seen increased evidence of drug use among the student body. Hallie Zander has more. District staff held community forums over the past month to collect feedback from families on potential drug prevention policies. A number of parents expressed concern about their idea to use drug-sniffing canine units, saying it could erode trust between students and the administration. The district says it hasn't decided yet which schools will get the dogs, but at last week's school board meeting, Interim Superintendent Anna Cole said many students they spoke to were open to the idea. Pretty much across the board, the students that we talked to were really supportive of this effort. They felt that their schools could do it in ways that supported their safety, their trust. Um, And so they gave us some great recommendations on how that should happen. So far, Cole says they've spoken with 10 to 12 students from all but one high school. But school board members questioned whether the samples were representative of the student body. For instance, at Glenwood Springs High School, the district only spoke to girls. They'll continue to talk about the rollout of this new policy at a series of safety forums later this month. For Aspen Public Radio News, I'm Hallie Zander. Members of a community group are asking Aspen's city council to pass a resolution calling for a ceasefire in Gaza. Denver's city council voted against passing a similar resolution earlier this week. According to NPR, more than 28,000 Palestinians have been killed in Gaza by Israeli military strikes, and many more are displaced and starving. That's after an attack by Hamas that killed 1,200 people in Israel in October. Carbondale resident Will Hodges, who's part of the group Ceasefire Now Roaring Fork Valley, says a lot of people feel hopeless and this is one way they can take action. We're hoping that you all could consider passing something in unison, something as uncontroversial as calling for a ceasefire. Aspen speaks with a much louder voice than relative to its to its size. You guys are a very important international destination. Councilor Ward Howenstein said he was concerned that passing such a resolution would cause even more division in the community, but he thanked them for coming and said he also was distressed at the scale of human suffering in the Middle East. And I honor your courage to stand up for your beliefs in a peaceful and civil uh, manner. So for that, I'm thankful and I I would invite all of us on the council to face this head on, to have respect for people and to not turn your back on it. Councillor Sam Rose objected to Howenstein's comments, calling them a shot at him and Councillor Bill Guth, who had their backs turned to the speakers throughout the meeting. Mayor Tory told the group that the council has decided not to issue comments on international affairs as a unified body, though individual members may do so. Glenwood Springs resident Cole Berger and Montrose Mayor Barbara Bynum participated in their first Democratic candidate forum together at the Basalt Library Monday night. Berger and Bynum are running for State Senate District 5, which includes all of the Roaring Fork Valley and parts of the Colorado River Valley. Berger grew up on a ranch near Silt, worked in international relations and public policy, and now runs a communications business and an outdoor event space on the banks of the Colorado River. He says his top priorities are diversifying the local economy, protecting the environment, and addressing the housing and affordability crisis. I know how wonderful and lucky it is that we get to stay here and live here in Colorado, 
but also how challenging it can be to make ends meet here. You know, my family, we've struggled at times to keep the ranch in the family. I have friends and family members who have, you know, been brought to their knees by health care costs or child care costs. Bynum agrees that there's an urgent need to tackle affordability and housing, and she says her years of experience as a city councilor and now mayor have prepared her to take this on at the state capitol. I know what it looks like at the local level to create policy and ordinances around how we can use land so that we can build more affordable housing. And we've done that in Manchos. We've brought workforce housing. We've brought low-income housing. We've even brought supportive housing to house our most vulnerable populations in Montrose. Bynum and Berger also talked about strategies to address mental health challenges and reach unaffiliated voters, among other topics. The primary for Senate District 5 will take place in June ahead of the November election. The district is currently represented by Republican Perry Will of Newcastle, who announced he plans to run for Garfield County Commissioner in November. Currently, no other Republican candidate has come forward to run in the Senate district race. Monday night's candidate forum was hosted by the Pickin, Garfield, and Eagle County Democratic parties. Colorado Parks and Wildlife has euthanized a mountain lion near Silverthorne after wildlife officers determined it was a safety threat. The animal was involved in two separate incidents preying on goats and a third that involved a dog. Mountain lion incidents are on the rise in Colorado's mountains. CPW says another mountain lion pounced on a dog in Dillon around the same time, and the cats have been spotted on residential cameras around Glenwood Springs. Wildlife officials are reminding folks to be aware, turn lights on, make noise, and keep pets leashed when headed out at night. While summer may still feel far away, campers interested in visiting the Maroon Bells Snowmass Wilderness can register for spring and early summer permits starting today. Permits are required for overnight stays in the region's most popular areas, including Conundrum Hot Springs and the Four Pass Loop. CPR reports a sign-up window covers trips between April and July. Recreationists interested in trips after July must wait until June to obtain permits. Permits are available at recreation.gov. They cost $10 and are available on a first-come, first-served basis. In local arts and culture news, today isn't just Valentine's Day, it's also National Donor Day. And the Chris Klug Foundation is hosting an early access screening of the upcoming movie Ordinary Angels on Friday in honor of the National Day today. The day celebrates the gift of life through organ, eye, tissue, blood, and other medical donations. The film stars Hilary Swank and Alan Richson. It's based on the true story of a Kentucky town that rallies around a three-year-old girl who needs a liver transplant during a historic blizzard in 1994. The Chris Klug Foundation is partnering with Colorado and Wyoming's Donate Life state teams to screen the film at the Isis Theater in Aspen. Friday's celebration starts at 6.15 p.m. and the movie starts at 7 p.m. Anyone interested in attending can email the Chris Klug Foundation and can register to be a donor online. Dance Aspen will present a show called Limitless at the Wheeler Opera House this week. The performance features choreography by Robin Mineka Williams and live music accompaniment by Minsa Wu. It will also showcase works created by artists in the local dance company. Shows take place on Friday and Saturday and tickets are available through aspenshowtix.com. 
In statewide news, a measure aiming to prevent overdoses among young people is headed to the state house floor. Here's CPR health reporter John Daly. Fatal overdoses in Colorado have risen in recent years, in part driven by the powerful drug fentanyl's dominance in the illicit drug supply. Lawmakers aim to help address that by making more widely available what are called opiate antagonists. Those include the overdose reversal medication naloxone, also known as Narcan. A new measure would let trained bus drivers administer those medications and encourage schools to keep a supply of drug testing strips. The bill passed unanimously out of the House Education Committee. I'm John Daly, CPR News. And in regional news from the Mountain West News Bureau, a Forest Service employee who was arrested while overseeing an October 2022 prescribed fire in Oregon has now been indicted. Murphy Woodhouse has more on the case's implications. Longtime firefighter Ricky Snodgrass was in charge of a prescribed fire that escaped containment and burned about 20 acres of private land in eastern Oregon. That's according to an account in the Blue Mountain Eagle, which broke the news of Snodgrass's indictment this month on a misdemeanor reckless burning charge. Responding to the indictment, Forest Service Chief Randy Moore said that it was, quote, disheartening that an employee would be arrested and criminally charged in the course of his duties. Max Alonzo is with the National Federation of Federal Employees. Alonzo says he's hopeful that Snodgrass, a union member, won't be found guilty. But that doesn't mean the case won't have impacts. We have firefighters that are saying, I'm not going to, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to go out and do my job and get arrested for doing my job. He says that could make it even more difficult to carry out prescribed fires, which are an effective tool to reduce the risk of catastrophic wildfire. For the Mountain West News Bureau, I'm Murphy Woodhouse. The Aspen Public Radio Newscast is produced by our news team, which includes Hallie Zander, Caroline Yanez, Kaya Williams, and me, your host, Eleanor Bennett. You can listen to the show every weekday morning on our website or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you next time.